on the Aggie Sports Network. From Learfield IMG College, Aggie Basketball has been brought to you by Guild Mortgage. Own what matters. Zions Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. The Logo Shop. We logo stuff. Also by Icon. Empowering a more active, balanced lifestyle. Welcome to Aggie Postgame. Here's Scott Gerard. Dominating performance in the second half, Utah State. Gets a 21-point victory, 87-66, and the Aggies get their 16th win of the season and their 13th win in conference play. And these are ever so important uh, as you look across the landscape of the Mountain West Conference. Uh, just trying to pull it up here. Boise State lost both games to San Diego State. That knocks Boise down into the uh, four spot right now. And um, Utah State now... It's going to be tough to catch San Diego State. I think the Aztecs are just one win away from um, from uh, clinching the conference title. Thing is, Utah State does have the tiebreaker. So if San Diego State were to drop a game and Colorado State were to drop a game, I think the tiebreakers give the Aggies the regular season title, uh, or at least gives them the one seed. It gives them obviously a share of the conference title. Uh, but right now, the Aggies at 13 and four. Uh, the Boise State Broncos with those two losses are now at um, are now at uh, 14 and five, and Nevada now drops all the way back to nine and seven. So you've got uh, what should be a really interesting stretch, and I think Utah State's fine in that two three game because that four five matchups no fun. No, I mean it's it's uh, usually too close for comfort as far as uh, you know ability and and uh, the way teams have been playing. So I I like our position here. I, I mean. Yeah, you look back at a couple, um, you know, a couple games you'd like to have back. Uh, the UNLV game, obviously, and the, and the one of the Boise States. I mean, you're taking a split there any any day, um, going into it. So, yeah, unfortunately, you can't can't go back in time. So all we can do is move forward. And and again, I, I like our position. And as you said before, the the number one seed as of late hasn't fared so well. No, that's the thing. You know, the number one seed. It's been a long time since that number one seed's won the Mountain West Conference Tournament. So, yeah, yeah you'll uh, you'll take that for sure. All right, great game here in the second half. And, again, it's hard to believe that this Utah State team won a game by 21 when they ended up on the night 4 of 22 from the three-point line. I mean, it's a, it's an atrocious uh, shooting night from beyond the arc. But, you know, when, when, you're, when you're shooting within your offensive set, whether you make it or – or not, when, you, when you're in that position, you give yourself an opportunity to, to rebound. And I didn't think any of our shots were forced tonight. They all look good coming off the hand. Um, and that puts us in just such a good spot to, uh, to get some offensive rebounds. And that's what uh, really um, you know, saved us today from that poor shooting percentage. I mean, just as a coach, if I were to read you these stats and you did not watch the game, I'm like, I've got some stats for you. I'm going to lay this out for you. Uh, Nevada shot 47% from the field. Shot 42% from three, and that's on eight of 19 shooting. They're 10 of 15 from the free throw line. Utah State shot 42% from the field, 18% from three. You're thinking Utah State lost that game and lost it badly. Instead, they won by 21. I know. If if anything, you could see a, you know, a, a single-digit victory. But, you know, there's a few other stats, obviously, that you'll mix into that that yep. tell the story. And that story is offensive rebounds. 
Utah State had 17 offensive rebounds to one from Nevada. Now, look, when you're not shooting well, you have more opportunities for offensive rebounds. But the Aggies took those 17 offensive rebounds and turned those into 24 second-chance points. Yeah, I mean, 23 total rebounds more is is just a, um, really a devastating stat for, for Nevada. And that's, uh, you know, ultimately, as you said, the, the key to the game. Really was. And uh, overall, you got Namiya Shkata with 26 points, 13 rebounds, and six assists. Just an incredible night yeah. for the big man. He just continues to, um, I mean, he's a double-double machine. We've seen that throughout the year and, and obviously rebounding. But um, his, his assist to turnovers today, I mean, at zero turnovers on those six assists. Yeah, that's a great point. Which is pretty good. Awesome when you're getting double-teamed. And, and, and uh, you know, Nevada did a, an interesting they kind of stunned at him today where they didn't come immediately with a double team and they didn't always come with the same player. It seemed a little bit random um, as to who would come double team and he was able to handle that and again dish out six assists without uh, coughing the ball up. He's really making a late push for player of the year in the Mountain West. I mean, yeah, no, it's uh, and, and you know with, with Sandy, I mean with Boise State losing, losing. a couple of games um, and, and Utah State will finish probably higher than Boise State yeah. in the ratings. Uh, I don't know if Matt Mitchell is at a point where he deserves to be in that conversation. No, I think too many, too many games out, and and yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, I, I definitely think it's it, you know down to Alston and and uh, and Kada, and and I think when you look at the overall, you know, work. I mean, both teams, you know, without those two, both teams are not as good. I mean, yeah. not nearly as good. Yeah. And you talk about game saving. Um, possessions and plays I think yeah. both of them maybe Alston has the edge slightly there um with the offensive scoring but then you had in block shots and rebounds and and uh Kata, of course I'm biased but uh, really blows it blows him away and Alston may have gotten the wins in the head-to-head matchups but those were two of Kata's best games well yeah I mean <laughs> 36 and whatever I mean they yeah. put up phenomenal numbers um I'm, I'm referring to Kata so um yeah not an easy selection um for for the uh the conference uh bosses by any stretch of the means yeah today's game brought to you by america first credit union whatever your individual financials financial goals with all-star products and services like flexible savings and checking accounts member exclusive local deals and discounts low rate home auto rv and business loans and folks that's just the tip of the iceberg much much more america first has everything you need to succeed join the winning team today at americafirst.com uh, we continue on with your post-game show. It's all straight ahead. You're listening to Aggie Basketball from Learfield IMG College. Final in this one, 87-66. Utah State picks up the 21-point victory over Nevada. By the way, I'm pounding my keyboard because you're mad at Twitter. I, I will say this. Try something more frustrating than trying to type out a tweet when your space bar doesn't work. My space bar is broken on my keyboard, and I nearly <laughs> threw this thing across the across that was, the room. That was, a, that was an angry stomp there. I thought, uh, yeah, <laughs> someone posted that they didn't like your white shirt and tie today. Uh, no, no. <laughs> We've got I, nothing but cheers here in the I crowd. Get, I, get all, I, get that, I get that grief all the time. Uh, that doesn't bother me. It's the stupid keyboard. Anyway, beside the point, uh, Utah State gets it done uh, with a, an impressive second half. Uh, overall outscoring Nevada 48-43 to in the second half. Um, and, frankly, it wasn't even that close. Utah State led by as many as 28 points in this game. 
and Nevada got overwhelmed uh, with, uh, you know, Desmond Cambridge, who was so good in, in the first game. He ends up with 13 points. Uh, Sherfield uh, on the night tonight, and again, continuing to struggle. He only had six points after not playing particularly well in the first game between these two teams. And Utah State defensively just found a way to get it done, control uh, control the tempo, especially in the second half, and end up getting the impressive victory over Nevada. It's your Aggie scoring summary brought to you by your Utah pork producers. Utah pork producers are committed to farming responsibly and ethically. Visit utahporkproducers.org under We Care. All right, well, tell you what, we care a lot about what we saw tonight, and that was really impressive. And a stat line that just doesn't make a lot of sense, but... Here we are. <laughs> yeah, it really, um, you know, when you look at the numbers and you put everything together, I mean, the bottom line is, you know, effort sometimes goes uh, yeah, much further than, than, say, your overall talent. And, and I'm not saying we're not talented. That's not what I'm saying. But statistically today, we, we were not the more talented team from, from a shooting percentage. Um, but our effort was off the charts. I mean, we've got uh, Bean selling out on the on the baseline on a head first slide into home. It looked like saving the ball. We've got um, we've got Wooster with a between the legs hut hut hike save, and, yeah. and then and Shulga just with tremendous effort. And then on the boards, um, you just look at countless. I mean, you always talk about Justin Bean, but many others uh, with offensive boards. Uh, uh, Marco with a put back end one that was. Uh, um, well, excuse me. I think we, I think you missed the the shot, but still able to yeah. uh, to get to the free throw line. So those effort points, I mean, they just uh, they definitely showed up uh, in the stat sheets tonight. Well, and, and uh, overall, it was a game that uh, Utah State knew, especially after Boise State lost yesterday. There was a vibe like you've got to win this game. You you got a little bit of a cushion there for either the number two or the number three spot. You can't let that get away from you. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely. I mean, we've been. This league's must win, it feels like, almost all the time. But um, you're right. You, with the losses um, for Boise State, we really put ourselves in a, in a position to uh, to secure a good spot going into the conference tournament, and they played like it today. Yeah. Aggies now 16-7 and overall, 13-4 uh, and in Mountain West Conference play uh, with two more Mountain West Conference games coming up next week. And, uh, I mean, it's going uh, to be fun seeing those two games coming down the stretch with an opportunity to uh, – Again, pick up 15 wins, and I don't, I don't care who you are. You pick up 15 wins in conference play, you're having yourself a heck of a year. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's hard to, uh, you know, to equate that because we lost all those preseason, yeah. you know, the preseason games that you usually have. But 15 wins in conference is, is phenomenal. And, and uh, you know, in a league that, um, to say the least, is split, right, but still those top-heavy teams, we have uh, definitely handled our, handled our taking care of our business here at home and, and put ourselves in a great position. Take another break, come back as Utah State gets it done tonight uh, and uh, picks up the impressive 87-66 victory. Remember, Discount Tires has locations in Logan, Providence, and Smithville. Discount Tires offers services such as oil changes, emissions, alignments, car maintenance, and more. More information is available at webtires.net. This is Aggie Basketball from Learfield IMG College. Welcome on back to the Spectrum, Utah State, with an impressive victory tonight, 87-66 over Nevada. Aggies get the two-game sweep and then get set for a couple games tomorrow or next week against Wyoming and Fresno State. Another impressive performance from this guy, 9 of 19 from the field, 26 points, 13 rebounds. But how about this, Nimi? Six assists. 
Look at you dishing it out. You're Magic Johnson again tonight. <laughs> yeah, man. They tried to double team me, so I just felt like I did a pretty good job of kicking it out over the double team and just being making right plays for my teammates too. Double odd double team. They kind of a different guy yeah. every time and mm-hmm. not not quick, mm-hmm. not right away. How'd you handle that? Um, like uh, compared to the other game, I felt like I just I just let the game come to me a little bit more and just being able to to wait for it and just see what what, what the game offered. And instead of just going into my move, I was I felt like I was more patient and just being able to dish it with the ball. It was pretty good for me. Well, they, they, they were throwing a couple of different big guys at you, too. I mean, Washington was out mm-hmm. there. Himes was out there. Uh, and both of them played you a little differently, but it seems like you adjusted to all of them pretty seamlessly. Yeah, man. I just felt like I had a good, a good, a good feel for what they were trying to do, and I just countered it pretty well. But credit credit to my teammates. They could have filled me the ball pretty well, too. Yeah, no no turnover. Well, the initial turnover, being through it a little too high to you, I think, yeah. when you were fronted. But tell me the difference in the second half between today and Friday, um, how you withstood their run. Um, I felt like we just um, – coach coach was really big on having us finish the game because um, we, we started the second half not, not, not how we wanted to. Um, and after that media, coach got into us and just – and he, there were screams over there, so like it was, it was pretty rough for us. But I felt like we just, we just took it, we just took it to chest, and, and we needed to hear it. So he, I just felt it was pretty good for us. He can, uh, he can tear into you guys pretty good yep, sometimes. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fun when it happens. Though. When it's directed at you, it's not fun. Yeah. I'm sure. Um, you know, the other thing too is, is you're, you're an elite level defender on the pick and roll. Where does that come from? Is that just coaching? Is that instinct? Where 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 have you picked that up? Um, a little bit of both too. Like, um, I feel like I got a pretty good instinct of it, but like, at the same time, I also I also need a lot of coaching, and I and I feel like I, I take it to the chest, and whenever they talk to me about something I need to do better, I just try and try and improve on it, and I feel like I today today I did a, a very a, a way better job than I did the other night, so like, it, I feel like I'm just getting better every time. Uh, Surefield's. I mean, that, that's a that's a tough player to play off that pick and roll. It seems like you guys handled him pretty yeah, well. Yeah, he's amazing. He's one of the top players in our conference, and and to be able to hold him to these to these numbers is pretty is pretty is pretty special. What our defense can be able to do. Uh, today, the team 17 offensive rebounds. It really saved you because we didn't shoot a great percentage from beyond the arc. What was the key to all those offensive rebounds today? I'm just being able to, because um, coach coach said. The other game, the um, when was it? Friday. 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 So we played Friday, and coach, and you know, on the film session on Saturday, coach said that we did a pretty okay job on the offensive last, and we just, and we had, it, and we could do so much better at it. So I, I just felt like it, we we all took it to chest, and we just wanted to go in there yeah. and make those those tough guy plays. Well, Nimi, we appreciate it, man. Uh, great performance tonight. Keep it rolling, uh, and uh, look forward to seeing you again next yeah. week. Thank you. There you go. I'll see you guys. Take those M&Ms with you, too. Yeah, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Namish Kata right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG job, College. Bro. Coach Craig Smith now going to come across the court and join us as well as uh, Nimi earned those M&Ms. Yeah, he sure did. I mean, we'll play for M&Ms. He needs a little sign <laughs> right before well, the game. Just say, hey, we'll if that's all it takes, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no big deal. We'll make that work. It was uh, six M&M, so it's below the NCAA limit. Yeah, of eight, okay, yeah. Of the, eight. yeah. <laughs> All right, joining us now, the head coach of the Utah State Aggies, Craig Smith. And, uh, Coach, if you were to walk into a gym and somebody just gave you a stat line and said, tell me who won this game, 
and you would see, well, one team shot 47%. The other team shot 42 One team was 8 of 19 from three. The other team was 4 of 22. Oh, and by the way, that team that went 4 of 22 won by 21 points. Well, I, I would I would argue and say one team went 25 for 27 from the line. The other yep. went 10 for 15. One team had 47 rebounds. The other had 24. And those offensive and, rebounds were added up, too. And one team had 22 assists on 29 made baskets uh, with 12 turnovers, and a couple of those were at the very end. So, um uh, so it depends on how you look at the game, yep. right? <laughs> right. but man, what a great game. Yeah. It just felt like, um, um, it was, uh, how amazing was it driving to the arena tonight and the sun was out and it was beautiful and it probably, well, it's not out right now, but it was like, wow, an afternoon game yeah. for a change. But, uh, I thought we had a great crowd, great energy in here. You know, we told the guys the other day, we just felt like we were this close to just, you know, when you play four games in 30 days, you just you're almost starting over like it's November again, and I felt like we were so close to just kind of not blowing the roof off this thing, but just taking a big step. And I thought tonight we took a big, big step, um, specifically offensively, just with our flow and connect, played way more connected. And certainly it helped having Raleigh back. Uh, I thought that gave us a, a good edge. And then Shuga just kind of finding his way again now. You know, and, and he's just going to keep getting better and better as he gains more experience. But our veterans really played great tonight. You know, I, we had a good first half. I, we called a pretty quick timeout early in that second half and, and kind of snapped on the guys, to be quite frank. And and they took ownership and responsibility. And I thought those tough guy plays, uh, Justin Bean on the glass, uh, Marco had a huge offensive rebound. And once we got those offensive rebounds going – yeah, I just thought it changed the whole dynamic and everything. And then we really got out in transition yeah, uh, and got some really easy ones and forced the tempo. So exciting game. It's a great win. Nevada's a very good team, and, and we needed to have that, and we just got to keep on climbing. 10-0 in fast break points, second chance points, 24-2 to off of 17 offensive rebounds. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, it was just one of those performances that just, it, it was – one, one part of the game isn't working, all right, so what else can we do? And you made that work. Well, how many times – I mean, listen now, we've, you, we've all watched basketball for a long time and coached for 25 years, and it, it's incredibly rare, and we're almost a little numb to it. You know, and you see Bean with six offensive boards. How many times do you ever see a person yeah. get four offensive boards? Doesn't happen very often. And he's done it how many times? And then Kata follows that up with six as well. So, I mean, you have 12 offensive boards between two players. I mean, that is very, very difficult to do. The, the, the Nimi one, uh, I don't remember who missed the shot. I think it, might, it was in transition. I think it came down the right side. And Kata comes flying in. I thought he was going to tip dunk that thing because yeah. leaping from, like, the top of the key. But those are such, like we told the guys, those are, I thought that's when the game really flipped. And obviously, we had control for the most part, but it really took it to another level. And those kind of tough guy plays, are energizers for your team, for the fan base, for everybody. And those are demoralizing for the other team, yeah. you know, and that kind of stuff happens. And so uh, really proud of how we played that way. What, what was the difference? I mean, obviously, I, I thought Shulga coming out with a scrape on his knee kind of told the tale. But, I mean, you've got guys diving all over the place. But was that the key in the second half? We, we 
kind of gave up a lead on Friday. Yeah. Just kind of what was the big difference between – because it looked the same. It did. Um, you know, I thought we got a little loose um, to end the first half, and we had a couple of chances where, you know, the roof would have gone off this place. Raleigh misses his – well, he makes his first three, which is yeah. exciting to see. And, uh, the, I mean, obviously the round of the applause from the fan base. We're, we have such smart fans. And even when he got off the bench to go in, everybody stands up and gives him a round of applause. He drills that one and everybody. And he almost made that other one during that big run, you know, where yep. he had a chance to, I think, go up 20. And then we get to stop. And then Shuga has a chance to, to drill. I mean, it had a wide open three. But I thought Shuga really was really good in the first half. Well, the whole game. I mean, he ends up with what um, – uh, uh, hang on, I got it here somewhere. Uh, five points, eight rebounds, and four steals yeah. for a guy that's playing like the two and the three, you know. Uh, but he had a couple of steals in the first half, uh, which created some easy transition for us. And I thought that kind of really sparked us. And when you have Max out there with Raleigh and then either Steven or Marco, uh, you got some guys that can hound you now. And they're quick twitch. They're long. Uh, they're strong, and they can make some things happen. And that's the thing that recruiting-wise with Max really stood out is he's got incredible hands. He's got kind of Diogo Brito-ish hands. Uh, he gets his hand on the ball, and when he touches it, he gets it. And he's just so active that way. And he's got a smooth offensive game. He just he just knows how to play. He may, rarely does he make the wrong play that way. Raleigh Wooster back on the court just felt like just a big sigh of relief. And uh, I don't know if you had him on a minute count tonight, but I thought he played well in the minutes he was out there. Uh, Talk about the process on getting him back out, and when did you know that he'd be a gopher tonight? Um, We we felt good about it yesterday. Uh, He's done nothing live. This is his first live stuff since the Fresno game. So we intended to do a little bit of live stuff on – Whatever day, I think it was Wednesday, the day before the first game, but we knew he wasn't. We we well, for the we had a pretty good idea he wasn't going to play on Thursday. I was holding out a little hope, um, but that didn't happen, obviously. And then um, yesterday, so Saturday, I think this is our first Sunday game in my three years uh, in the spectrum. First home Sunday game, um, so my days are a little off. But um, but yesterday he didn't do anything live, but we put him through walkthrough. First time he's done that, obviously. Um, did a lot of shooting stuff. Did some of our 5-on-0 stuff. And he felt great. And, you know, Raleigh, we all know, is, he's incredibly tough. He's a mentally tough kid. He's a physically tough kid. But when he came to me in Fresno um, with with Logan Ogden and they said, you know, he just was – and he looked distant and he looked super concerned. And that's – you know, with when he feels like that, you know he's not feeling right. But when we talked yesterday and today, I said to him today, "Are you good to go today?" And he just looked at me like, "Yeah," like he had he yeah. had conviction. And I was like, "All right." And a lot of times, a player will tell you. Sometimes you gotta throw him out there if they're. But he, like Raleigh's gonna tell you exactly where he is, and he just looked great. I mean, continuity, moving it, gets that offensive rebound off his miss, and just snaps it to Fonz on a. I mean, he looked like. Uh, he definitely didn't look like Gino Toretto. He looked more like Aaron Rodgers when he were Jordan Love when he snapped yeah. that baby um, to him. But it just felt right. Yeah. And he's such a good defender, too, that, you know, uh, that we re- really needed. And it was really noticeable when he was out there. Well, you don't see a lot of between-the-leg passes in transition, too. <laughs> 
Did you see that here? Um, I'm trying to think about it. What, what it's loose ball it's right, right here. Loose ball. He sends oh. it between his legs to Shulga, and Shulga gives it to Anthony. Okay, so I, I, I didn't see that, but all of a sudden I was like, how did we get that play? Like, I yeah. was screened off of it. But all of a sudden, yeah, she, she he gets it, and is that when Marco missed the dunk? Well, no, Marco he got oh, fouled. That was, yeah, the Shulga is the bounce pass where he missed the dunk. Oh, I gotcha. But you know what? You get those guys out there, and you know those three rookies, uh, Ashworth, and Shulga, and Raleigh. They all got this moxie to them. They got this kind of swag to them, and they all complement each other so well. Like that's what I really like. They they complement each other so well, and they're so versatile. Like we can put them all in different spots and and so that's uh really exciting that's exciting not only for the now but the future hey i uh i really want to compliment you on something because you don't see this very often in fact i don't think i've ever seen it before uh, but you got a lot of guys that do a lot of work behind the scenes that don't get a lot of love and i thought it was cool as heck that you had ryan uh you honored him as on senior night and uh now, I don't know if he got the technical call over here or not. but I don't think it was, but I'm not going to say who it was. Okay. <laughs> I, heard but, he, I heard he might have got some TV time, though. <laughs> I, think, I think some people think but, it might be him. But there's so many guys that, that work behind the scenes to make it go and, and, and to make the trains run on time. And Ryan's been around for a couple of years, and I think he deserves a huge shout-out because he's so important to this program. Ryan's an amazing, amazing person, and Ryan is going to do so well in whatever he decides to do. His – uh, first of all, he's a hardworking kid. And he's got just this. He walks in the room, man, and he, like, owns the room. It's incredible. We took that. He came with on our trip to South Dakota, and, and like, he was running the show. I mean, the, the whole – our people that um, are uh, – what do you call it? Our hosts. Host family, yeah. They, oh, my gosh. Like, they were loving Ryan. Ryan was the man. And, uh, and he's not shy, uh, but he's an amazing communicator. Um, our guys love him. Uh, he puts in a ton of hours, washes the, does our laundry for us. He does all this stuff. Jim's set up, runs the clock every day. And and I have a special place in my heart for that kid. He's, um, uh, I love flipping him crap. I do it every, on a daily basis, you know, whether he screws up the clock or doesn't. And he's, oh, sorry, you know, like, but he just, he runs the clock and immediately he's sprinting down. He can't wait to rebound, yeah. you know, with the guys. Every now and then we throw him in with a, a shooting drill uh, we do this thing called shocker shooting it's a team drill and he'll hop in there and shoot and rebound and of course he's left in life but he's um he's an amazing kid and you're right man there's so many i say it all the time the head coach gets way too much credit and way too much blame maybe not too much blame but way too much credit <laughs> but it, it really does it takes everybody and we have uh, all of our student man, uh, like our student coaches, student managers are phenomenal, and and Ryan, I mean, I can't wait to go to the gym to see Rhino every. I call him Rhino. Can't wait to go see Rhino every day. And our guys would rave about him to the, hey, can you come and rebound for me? Yeah, absolutely. You know him and Bean and Stephen Ashworth live together, and but he's always a phone call away, a text away, and gets in there and rebounds for the guys, but. At the end of the day, you can depend on Ryan, and I think that's one of the most important traits for any person. When you're dependable, you ask him to do it, you know it's going to get done, and nobody has to worry about it. Hey, Ryan, you don't have to check up on him. And I could talk about Ryan all day, but uh, amazing person. in Cuba, you know, it's a weird deal. It's senior night, but we still have one more home game, um, obviously because of COVID and all the rescheduling. And, uh, and Cuba, it was awesome to see. You know, he's had kind of a – just some things out of his control with some injuries and, and whatnot. And, 
and uh, and we got some pretty good big guys. So uh, it was fun to see him get the yep. – drew up kind of a little play that we have, and, and Steven threw it up there for him. And uh, we told him to get on the bike at about the five-minute mark. Uh, uh, Coach Petey did, and, uh, and I'm glad he did. And, and then, of course, Fonz is, has been fantastic the last two years and had some huge plays and big moments for us. And uh, it was good to see him make that last shot there on senior night. And – you know, senior night, like we told our guys, senior night comes around how many times in your life? Uh, maybe two. Senior in high school and <laughs> yeah. senior in college. And and that's a night that guys will always remember. And, you know, I, I said after the game, you know, we said that before the game, like senior night is clear. Let's do it for Fonz and let's do it for Cuba. And I heard Nimi in the last media timeout, I think Fonz stepped out of bounds and then it went to the media when Raleigh got that rebound. And I think that was the play and zipped it to him. And I heard Nimi say to Fonz, thanks for being a senior. And that was a pretty cool um, just thing to hear as they were walking together going to the – and so we have a tight group, not perfect, but we have a tight group, and it's fun when you can play for one another like that. And that's the key to winning, I think, all the time, is when you truly do care about your teammates and you play for each other. Yeah. Coach, look forward to catching up with you next week. Actually, sorry, we got to hang out tomorrow. Yeah, back-to-back. <laughs> baby let's oh, go let's roll baby <laughs> all <laughs> right hey thank you guys yep. enjoy your evening will do craig smith head coach of the utah state aggies here on the zone sports or on the aggie sports network from learfield img college uh fun conversation and uh so apparently ryan did not get hit with the uh with the technical yeah it sounds like it may have been someone else but he's the one that got the uh that got the play time yeah. on on tv which is all that really matters ultimately hey who do you want to go with the uh, player of the game you're calling this one. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, that's – it's man, can we can we choose five? But um, I really like Nimi. I, I thought uh, he was a difference maker in the game. He is your player of the game, brought to you by the Sports Academy and Racquet Club. Again, big thanks to uh, them for providing the uh, player of the game. Well, that wraps it up for us. Big thanks to uh, – Eric back in studio. Austin Horton hanging out with us as well during uh, a good chunk of the game. Uh, big thanks to Ajay Salveson, as always, for keeping us on the air. Wraps it up for us. We'll be back with you. Remember, coaches show tomorrow on these affiliate stations uh, starting at 6.05. Myself and Craig Smith will be hanging out down at Old Chicago, so make sure to either stop by and say hi there or come on by the Facebook Live and watch us on Facebook Live on the official Utah State Athletic page. Whatever you want, it's there for you. Uh, Aggies back in action coming up on Thursday when they take on Wyoming. Final home game of the year right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College.